1981, Muse Software gave kids lucky enough to have a Commodore 64 the chance to do what every red-blooded American kid dreams of, kill Nazis. And if you squinted at the blobs of pixels, you could just barely make out that that was what you were doing with Castle Wolfenstein. Ten years later, the kernel of that idea grew into the original first-person shooter, a tense, stealthy escape from a Nazi jail fleshed out in full color in 3D. Thanks to the magic of emulators, we got the chance to revisit our misspent youth and play both these early Wolfenstein games. So pop open some schnapps and say hick with Dave MacArthur and Clint Lanier for episode 3 of Toasting the Classics, Wolfenstein. <laughs> first free choice program. Yeah, you first free choice. So anything from any media right. that exists. So it still have to be a classic. This is uh, Clint and Dave, by the way. Um, Toasting the Classics. Toasting the Classics. So, yeah, our program is uh, book, movie, and then free choice. So I chose video games. Hmm. And I chose uh, two video games, to be precise, and really because they kind of follow along with one each other. One franchise. Right, right. It's one, sort of. Made by different companies, True. but it it, it had a lot of effect. I mean, it's it is a classic. I mean, I, undoubtedly it is, and it's it's held up as kind of the the well, one of them is held up as the kind of purveyor of a whole genre, really. I think right? some people consider both, both games right. to be, but it's not as true of the first game. Anyway, yeah. do we know what what game? We're okay, doing? so the first game is uh, Castle Wolfenstein. Right. Second game is Wolfenstein 3D. Okay. Okay. Which is a riff off of the original classic Castle Wolfenstein. So I'll get to my biggest surprise. Okay. Right now is the existence of Wolfenstein, of Castle Wolfenstein. Of an, of an actual. I completely thought <laughs> Wolfenstein 3D was the game, uh -huh. the first game. Right. Original material. Okay. No idea that that existed. And I knew the first one did because I remember playing it. Okay. So I'm a few years older than you. What did you play it on? Uh, it might have been Commodore 64. I was going to say, because I never yeah. had a Commodore 64. <clears throat> I didn't have it. Well, I had an Atari. I bought, so we got an Atari. I think it did exist. Is it 1286 or 1200 or whatever it was called? 286. Whatever the first Atari 2600. 2600. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, it's somewhere around there. So I got one in 1982. Okay. And, uh, that's had, early. Had very limited games on it. But it was, it was about, you know, Atari generation. So... Pac-Man, uh, Asteroids, and mm -hmm. some of the other things. A um, couple of games I wanted to have, <clears throat> like desperately wanted, was uh, Pitfall. I wanted Pitfall so oh, bad. Yeah. Never had Pitfall. Sure. Never had Frogger for some reason. Never had, uh, oh, God, it just, oh, Joust. Joust was another one I wanted. Oh, Joust was good. Yeah, was Joust was, was pretty, pretty awesome. So I had a lot of those, like, really cheap. You know, combat was just terrible. Yeah, um, I remember combat. Looking back on it now, but... Combat was actually entertaining, though, I remember. They were all entertaining. Yeah, it's <laughs> we had, weird. I mean, we had three channels. If okay, our we, kids we had three saw channels. the games yeah. that used to keep us busy. Uh -huh. so they, they, those <laughs> games were so simple, but you'd sit there We and would play, play them all day, and our, and our parents would, would complain about it back then. Mm -hmm. Like, all you do is you know, play video games. Actually, my dad was a video game addict from the day we got really? our first Atari. Wow. I remember coming... Like, like going to bed, watching him playing Space Invaders, and getting up, and he was still playing. Wow. I mean, Holy it was cow. ridiculous. Is it? What did your dad do? What's that? What did, what did your dad do? He was a lawyer. Oh, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Okay. But when right. he was off, he would ever as soon as we got any kind of video right. games, that's what he did all of his spare time. I wonder if it's something so. the analytical mind or something. I don't know. I don't know. Because you're a lawyer, and you love games. Well, I have gone cold turkey from video games. Really? I quit about ten years ago. So I, I brought you back to the. 
Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, I, I, I know not to get into it. Like, it's definitely something sure. that I, I had to cut it off completely. I think it's about tuning out the world and getting into that. Sure. The, what do they call it? You get to a state of flow. Yeah. And you're just not doing anything else right. with that. And I think I, I like that. That's addictive. And the rewards. Yeah, that is. And the little rewards and the little challenges right, and things right. like that. So that's not good for me. That's something. There's a, I mean, there's a bit of an endorphin rush or something some kind of rush something <clears throat> that, that you get out of it and I think so I, I just did a bunch of research on this for a new book I'm writing but addiction is uh, we talked about this last time so addiction has, it has to have you know some reward and it's a physiological uh, reward that your brain gives sure, you yeah. right yeah. an endorphin rush or release of some type of I think so some type of something right a chemical in your brain so there's that but there's also uh, some type of accomplishment there are things like uh, you know not caring about the consequences of doing whatever it is, whatever carrying out that action. That's a big part of it. Oh, that would if you're if you're doing that. If that you're addicted, means you're dealing with yeah, yeah. addiction. That's yeah. what that's how they classify addiction. So I mean, like right. somebody that would, I'm supposed to be in classes at law school, or whatever, but playing civilization yeah. for another four hours right. tonight. Right. This is the I'd way rather I would do this and spend time with my family or my kids or go to yeah. work or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a lot of different things: spending money you don't have and perhaps committing crime, you know, because right. of it or in order to feed it, blah, blah, blah. It's difficult to imagine how I would end up committing crimes in order to play video games, but... Yeah, I don't know. See, the the one, the only behavioral addiction they've ever classified, or actually in the, in the new DSM-5, I believe Five, it is? Five, I think so. Yeah, um, is gambling. So the gambling is the only behavioral one. Mm-hmm. The others they call behavioral disorders. So uh, video game, there's no video game addiction, Okay. classified by DSM but there's a like a disorder yeah because it you can do a lot of the same things but I think I think the committing crime is one um, and uh, it's not gonna kill you it's not gonna kill you yeah you know, you're not gonna like you said you're not gonna commit crimes but De- I think detrimental to health I think I think it, detrimental, detrimental to health, to and, health and like social well-being I think Those are hundred percent yeah. happen to people that play yeah. too many video games. Well, that's true. Yeah. You, see, you see people that are obese. You see yeah. people that are out of shape. You see people that don't have a girlfriend. Have heart attacks because of too much caffeine. Yeah. yeah, all kinds. Of stuff. <laughs> and there's definitely some health right. stuff right. that's associated. But I can see that it's kind of attenuated. It's not. Mm. It's not as strong. It's not heroin. Right. Right. You know, it's not that. It's not that much. But it's hard to believe today, though. I mean, okay, so let's set the the table for 1981. New software comes out with Castle Wolfenstein. A little software company, a video game company. I totally thought I knew Muse software from other things. I saw that name and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a big company. But they're yeah. totally not. No, they're not. Did, they did oh, these original, yeah. there were a couple of games around that time. I think by 84 they were. So they released this in 81. I think by 84 they were. They're programmers. They did a uh, sequel. They, they did a sequel. But their main, pro- it's a very small shop. Matter of fact, uh, a guy's named Silas. Um, he, um, you know, he was one of like four people. In this, in this company. So it's a very small company. That's back when you could have a small company, right? Yeah. Apple was probably 15 people at the time. And, uh, but, you know, you have to imagine what they were competing with, right? They were competing, like I said, they are competing with three channels, right? True. And, and, well, we and had, some people had cable. Very few. I mean, in 81? In 81, cable was around. But it, it wasn't okay. As, it was around. It wasn't like a mainstream. Thing no, it wasn't. I, I want to say we got, we got cable when Thriller came out. Mm. So I think that's eighty three. Yeah. And I knew about cable before that. It did exist. You no, know, some people. I remember people having MTV. MTV premiered in eighty one. In fact, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, so 
There was another thing called Select TV, which is kind of like cable. I kind of remember yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I kind of remember that existence. Um, but like HBO, Skinamax, all those mm-hmm. have been around for, they've been around for at least that long. But in any case, for me, for a young Clint Lanier, growing up out in the middle of nowhere, we had three channels and an Atari. Did and you guys have a UHF channel also? We did, okay, yeah. So but did. it was terrible. It was terrible. It Ours was pretty solid. It played, a, I think it was all local broadcasting at the time. I remember when they this switched was local, to, but, but when I they switched in a to big Fox, city. like when it became a big thing, like right. probably the late 80s or Fox something. Fox came out in about 88, 89, yeah, yeah I remember that. Back, you know, it was like a local thing, and it was terrible. It was almost like community programming or something like that, you know? Oh, okay. Um, we had a big station on UHF because it was. I, I grew up in DC, so there was like a, a pretty good channel. Oh yeah, it was well, Channel Twenty you were at, for, right. for the okay. for the big city. I was know, in so. rural New Mexico, which yeah, yeah it's a little different. It's a <laughs> yeah, little nothing. Um, what does UHF not go as far or something? No, it does because we used to get Baltimore. Well, you if you think, if you think about it, if you if, if you had community programming type of thing mm-hmm. stuff on UHF, and you have a big community, you'll have more cutting edge. Oh, programming, absolutely, yeah. Right, I'm in Chicago. That channel, what was the ch- what's the channel out of Chicago that became a, like a uh, w- C- WGN? Oh, w- yeah, WGN about, yeah. or WB or WGN something? is WGN. the one that used to play the Cubs, and I got it on cable. <clears throat> I could watch right. WGN. When yeah, I was so that's a so. that's a local channel, but it's a huge yeah, municipality, yeah. so it yeah. it grew. Out here, we've got nothing. We had El Paso, Texas, I think was the closest thing. But in New York, there was just this like there were so many channels even yeah. on the local oh, cable and yeah, there was yeah, all absolutely. this crazy stuff that was yeah. local uh, public access right, stuff right, right, right. you'd turn it on and there'd just be like porn and you'd be like what, what is going on there was like no, <laughs> no regulation of it whatsoever yeah. for some reason there was like some kind of hentai that we were flicking through my friend yeah. and I saw it was like some kind of tentacle was this in the 80s or thing. something this was about 1994 oh so it was the 90s then. this is a little I mean cable was ubiquitous yeah, yeah, at that yeah. time but, but it was just I remember New York Cable TV was completely different <laughs> than what I grew up with. So. I was going to say, if it was the 80s, if, you know, all of New York was like that in the 80s. I mean, Times Square was, if you remember, a taxi driver. This was, was right Times around Square. the time it started transitioning. <clears throat> New York was getting to be, oh, I mean, I did have my car stolen Rudy around Giuliani that time. Type of, type of stuff. It was, it was maybe just post-Dinkins as we were transitioning into okay. Giuliani, I think, at that Cleaning, time. Cleaning but, stuff up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this came out during that, during that time. The original game, you're looking down at it. It's a, it's a very simplistic game. You, you are a prisoner. The, the plot is that you're a, uh, a Nazi or a World War II, and you are a POW in a Nazi castle. It's a, a Nazi prison camp, but it's a castle called Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, and there's various levels to this castle. And, uh, and so you walk around this... Are you, you walk around are you special forces or OSS or, or are you, you just know there's no backstory guy. Okay, there's no there's backstory no yeah no backstory the backstory happens in Wolfenstein 3D where they name him right it becomes a backstory what was it oh something Polish you're it's, a Polish Jewish yeah, special right. forces what is his soldier name? why didn't I not write that J, down it's like J.B. Krasinski or Krasinski it's like yeah. John Krasinski <laughs> yeah, or something like yeah. that so the original Wolfenstein you're walking around on level 11 and so it's 2D and you're looking down at, at at the playing surface, and uh, and you can see there's walls and, and there's almost a, a bit of a maze-like atmosphere. Within your screen, though, is a all one <clears throat> kind of field of view. So one um, was a what kind of field? Of view? Like one main field of view on your okay. screen, and that it, you know how Gauntlet. Remember Gauntlet? Definitely. Okay, so as you moved, I have some comments about Gauntlet. Okay, so as you moved, the maze would move with you. In this case, it's just one big. 
it's not a big room. It's a big square with multiple rooms, and you can see everything that's going on in those rooms. Apparently, that yeah. ability to have the frame of what you're looking at mm-hmm. shift mm-hmm. is was a big deal. Yeah, like Nintendo was like one of the like the Nintendo Entertainment System. The right. first one was one of the first things to be able to do that, and they got into that with the development team that made Wolfenstein 3D. One of the things they figured out how to do the was engine, how to port yeah. that yeah. kind of shifting engine over <clears> to <throat> the PC, mm-hmm. which, which I was like, you couldn't do that on the PC. Yeah. You know, I guess it's just different. Something's different about it. But yeah. Well, I think that the difference, well, we'll get, we'll get into that. In yeah, minute, that's but, a 3D but, thing. So the original Wolf of Science you've got, you're looking at, at, at a square, and then within that square, there's a bunch of different rooms, or maybe just one or two or three different rooms, and your player has to walk from room to room. Um, there's some interesting things about it. You only you only get ten bullets. You can you have a maximum amount of things you can carry. It's not a lot of games like that in those days. Yeah, like I mean it's it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of a. a couple, did you ever play the Dungeons and Dragons game for Atari? Yeah, yeah, I remember. That, that. was kind of. Yeah. I think you had to get certain amounts of equipment. Right, you had like an inventory, which is a big big deal. Right. And and so the you could carry three grenades and ten bullets, and that was it, and some keys. Or and Yars Revenge. I never actually played that, but that's yeah. an Atari game. I'm pretty sure had that, that was made by the guy that ended up making ET. But the point is, so. you could you just you didn't have unlimited ammo or something. But it was no. a, a really slow burn. If you think of something like Asteroids, where you just you, or or Space Invaders, where you just press the button as fast as you can, right? And you're firing, and there's no no worry about running out of ammo or Do anything you feel like, like that. This game was targeted at an adult video game player. I think it was. It was, I totally it was think it, yeah. It was. It was, it was a much thing, more mature. The thing, and I don't know whether your version had this, but whether you, you go to get your bullets mm-hmm. and it's like 20 seconds it takes. Yeah, yeah. And it just counts. It's like 20 seconds. I'm like 20 it seconds. It was a slow burn. Yeah, let in me, little, let me. In little kid. Let land, me explain that to the, let me explain that to the, uh, to the listeners. So y- there are various actions that you can do. So you kill somebody, for example, and, and you can go search that, and they're all German guards and they all conveniently have a big swastika on them. So you don't feel bad about killing them. So uh, you kill a German guard, you, uh, or you can open a trunk, or you can, um, uh, those are the two of the main things. And <clears throat> you can shoot, you can open yeah, doors. You can shoot people, open doors. And you can um, pick up treasure. You know, or pick up treasure. And, but, but these things take time, right? So you kill somebody and you, and you go and you search them. You search them by standing on top of them. And you search them and it says searching and you know, and you find something, and you, and uh, actually, it's, it's the trunk is the big one. So there's like these treasure chest types of things. Something took 120 seconds. Those are usually the treasure chests. The so there's like a treasure right. chest. You point your gun at it, and in my case, I was playing a keyboard, or a keyboard rather. So you point your gun at the chest, you hit spacebar, and it says opening trunk. Uh, it, you know, wait 120 seconds or like 250. It's like something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So you wait five minutes, and That's then it opens a trunk, and then it says. Uh, something like uniform. There's a uniform in here. You can put it on. And then you get a swastika on you. And you get a swastika so you can kind of like blend, blend the in. Probably video game where you get to where dress the main like a Nazi. Is wearing a, yeah, a wearing a swastika. It's a little uncomfortable. But then even to put it on, it says wait 10 seconds. And so you got to wait 10 seconds. And it's interesting because you don't know if, you know, is there something going to come around the corner, which they do. Mm-hmm. They might come. And that's the whole point. It's, it's this tension that it's building. Oh, I literally thought it was just a limitation of the game. No, it's oh, uh, okay. It's building tension because, I mean, there are like the SS officers go to, go room to room. They chase you, yeah. <clears throat> so there's two different types of guards. There's just a regular guard, which you shoot with one of your eight or ten bullets, and it's, and it's fairly simple. They die. Uh, then there's an SS officer, or SS soldier, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. So the SS were like the, you know, the um, kind of like the the special forces of the German military, you know, specially trained everything yeah, else. Yeah, sort of. Not not as <coughs> not quite like special. They're political. Forces, weren't they're they? political. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they were used as regular regular army. But troops. they're part of the political Their morale was much better. Political arm of yes. the party. So they cooler had cooler uniforms. They had cooler uniforms. In in the game, they have better equipment because they have bulletproof vests, mm-hmm. which is a pain in the ass. Yeah. To kill, yeah. it's like it's like your whole ten bullets to kill one, and they're shooting at you at the same time, or you can kill them with a grenade, which oh, turns them into vapor. That's the best thing in the game. Yeah, because it does just the turn them into vapor. Using a grenade is very satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it like, is on a person, on yes. a single person. Yes, because it just kind of turns them into vapor. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Red yeah. and green vapor, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, good sound, good little crunchy <clears throat> yeah. crackle to the grenade. Not a lot of searching afterwards. What what you have to oh, do? What I, I found? Didn't catch what, that. You can't you can't search someone. There's nothing that's left. There's nothing left. Well, logically speaking, right. of course. But when I kill somebody in a video game. Well, so so what I found was that you can, so you can you can basically stick up somebody. You can put a gun in their uh-huh. face, and they'll raise their hands, and you're able to search them without killing them. See, right? I never got that to work. But when I watched right. the demo, the guy held up that. the guy. Uh-huh. Took his stuff and then shot him anyway. Yeah, well, that's what you like, do. What else are you gonna do with them, right? I don't know. I don't if you know. let them go, they'll shoot you. I mean, that's what, or you or they'll catch you. It's fine with me. So, I don't so, accept surrenders from Nazis. So, but the SS though, you hold them up, you search them, you get all their stuff, and then you use a grenade on them to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. Take a couple steps back, and then you, yep. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the game. And so you go, you go room to room, clearing out all the rooms. You clear out a floor. And then you go up the stairs to the next room. And you just kind of keep doing that. I think there are 10 levels or 12 levels. And they get progressively harder. I think as it you go randomly up. generates, too. Oh, so it's not the same yeah, yeah, level yeah. every time. Yeah. And so it gets you know progressively harder as you go up. Uh, you know, you've got... It's a very... Like you said, it's it's a, for a much more mature audience. Which in 1981, the, the Atari was squarely aimed at kids. You know? I certainly thought so. Yeah. I mean, if you look I mean, at... If you look at the cover art, and that was a thing, I want I want to mention this before we move on. Though. The cover art for classic Atari games. Yeah. If ever misleading. If ever you could do a lawsuit as an attorney, yeah. Yeah. if ever you could do a, a lawsuit about yes. misleading advertisement or whatever you want, just look at Combat. Combat is the one that well, I any always, of them. Yeah, well, any cool. of them, but like Combat shows these tanks, like mm-hmm. it shows like a Panzer and like a Sherman tank, and they're battling. There's like fire erupting from there. And it's these beautiful paintings, and you play this piece of crap. Four pixels, maybe <laughs> five. Maybe pixels, five. Think, yeah. And and they're just the most ridiculous things. That you really have to use your imagination on on those old games. Did yeah. you catch the thing about what the little characters and icons are called in those old video games? Sprites. Sprites. That yeah. was new to me. They were talking yeah. about sprites, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "What a I don't know where that interesting came from. name yeah. for." Where did that come from? What's there must have been some game that had. A fairy or something. I think they're still called that. I think they're still called sprites. Yeah, I don't know if that's the way that you code these sorts of things. It's like a, I don't know. It's a bitmap is what is what I looked up. Which none of that's just nonsense to me. I don't know what any of those words mean. But um, <laughs> they're just words to you. Yeah. Well, that's what I started with sprites. I actually looked that up because I thought it'd be nice to pull away some new information from this. Did oh, okay. All right. So, so a sprite floats around on top of the background. Right. Essentially, is the best way to put right. it. Right. So instead of being built into Something the background and like the background. yeah yeah so like a sprite like a fairy or a I sprite, got that yeah you know, that would flutter, would flutter oh because it's floating flutter right. flutter yeah. flyer yeah oh. so it would float on top of it and move around and interesting I guess. like in Zelda when you get fairies yeah, yeah. Oh, sort of that's a good game for a classic 
That is a good game that we played. So did you get that it was the first game with digital voices? Was it? I read that somewhere. I didn't. I didn't. That, I didn't read it that was part. on the internet, so it must be must true. be true. Yeah. Um, but they definitely, even in the this version of the game with the Castle Wolfenstein, you could hear them saying things. Yeah. Which yeah. were just about as intelligible as what you get in three D, right. which were not very. I mean, some of the things I could tell what they're trying to say, but three <laughs> D. Well, yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't get that. I'm thinking back. I'm like 1981. What do we have in 1981? So, let me. I'm gonna something I'm gonna, with voices. I mean, I can't think of. To Google anything, um, I can't think even in the arcade. I don't remember the real voices. Games, oh, Star Wars. Did you ever did you, the old Star Wars yeah, sit down? But, but that was that was well after 81, though. No, I don't think so. I would say so. Okay, I mean, so the first from, film came out in 77. So here are 20 games in 1981 Atari. You have mm-hmm. Asteroids, Missile Command, Centipede, Adventure, right? Combat Defender, Breakout, Air Sea Battle, Battlezone Berserk, Blackjack. Uh-huh. Night Driver, Indy 500, Kangaroo, Brain Games. All of these are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All of these are terrible, by the way. Outlaw, Jungle Hut, Hangman, Bowling, Flag Capture, Flag wow. Capture, and yeah. Capture the Flag, Dandy, Haunted House, Code Breaker, and Golf. Golf, hmm. I remember being a game. But I, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. None of those have, have voices. They're just sounds, like meaty, mm-hmm. terrible mm-hmm. sounds. And yeah. like the instructions on the screen. Which, which was, um, I was thinking about this thing with the sounds that they had for this. So there's no music. Mm-hmm. It's just the sound of you shuffling across the screen. It's just those sounds. When you would play a game like this for a long time, it really were, it was like mesmerizing in a yeah, really yeah. unhealthy Totally way. quiet. Yeah, yeah, totally quiet except weird. for you walking around the castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, I guess, like you said, it's supposed to be kind of nerve-wracking, this game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It can be, and without the creepy music, uh, like Wolfenstein 3D, but I mean, it, it just, totally quiet. If you're playing it late at night, which I did. So I've got kids, uh, I put the kids to bed, mm-hmm. and then I would play this thing. I, and I played probably, um, like, God, I don't know how many hours I played, but I, I did play the first one for quite a few hours. Okay. Um, just got back into it, played it on my, on my Mac. Did you beat it? No. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I, it was hard for me to get past because there's two SS guards that you don't know about. You don't know they're both there on the just the first level. Okay. Um, because they can walk around. And I thought they only walk around once they see you. No, 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 no. Because no, okay. no, I so would they die. just wander around. Yeah, they just kind of. Well, there, there is, there are a couple that are in in separate rooms. Yeah, I don't know. There was like one that was just kind of like free, free wheeling around and hmm. and would always. It was the SS card. That's what I got down to. And I just could mm-hmm. not beat him. So I'd kill one with a, with a grenade, but I'd never have enough grenades to kill the other one. I mean, <laughs> by that time, it was like... How many the, shots did it take you to kill him? I think it showed like though. 8 to 10. Yeah, okay. You know? And you hardly I, ever have that many bullets. Yeah. Right. But again, I was down to the point where there's nobody really left to kill. I mean, the guards are easy. You kill them, get bullets or whatever take you want crap. of them, right? Yeah. Um, so, what, okay, so the trunks... I, or, or tell me about your experience with the trunks, opening the trunks. Did you find anything funny or amusing in the trunks? Just the amount of time it takes to load. No, I didn't find anything. No? Funny, no. What, what would you what find in the trunks? What were some things you would find in the trunks? Um, bullets. Yeah. The uniform. Mm-hmm. What else was there? I'm trying to think whether... You never get an upgrade on your gun. I feel like grenades popped up in the trunks. I don't know if grenades popped up in trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grenades in trunks, you're right. 
There's there's three more things though. Okay, I'd like to hear that. No. Okay, there's bratwurst. I didn't get that at all. Sauerkraut. What does that do? Helium. And and <laughs> schnapps. Oh. You didn't get those three? No. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my gosh. No. What version were you playing? Like I don't that? know. My playing was I didn't play for it. It sounds oh, like yeah. you played a lot more than I did. Man, I'm missing out. So yeah, so <laughs> you'd open a trunk, you'd spend two and a half minutes opening this freaking trunk, right? Standing there just waiting for somebody to come over and kill you. And it says, uh, there is bratwurst or something like that. And uh, press, and again, I'm playing on keyboard, so this is press U to use. Okay. Bratwurst, so press U to use. Using bratwurst, 10 seconds, so you wait 10 seconds. And then it says, it tastes terrible. <laughs> that was it, oh, that was no. it. So then I got the sauerkraut. And uh, so you know, the, whole, the, the whole thing, you know, two minutes to open the stupid trunk, found sauerkraut, press you know, U to use. So I, okay, what's gonna happen? So I use the sauerkraut and uh, and so it's like using sauerkraut, 10 seconds, <laughs> 10 seconds. And then it says, it tastes good. Huh. And that's it. That's yeah, it, nice. The schnapps though, Okay. found schnapps. Okay. Press U to use schnapps. So you press U to use schnapps, wait for it to, to go by, and all it says is hick. Because <laughs> you're drunk. H-I-C, right. yeah, because right. you just got right. drunk. Right. Which I, I don't feel like would be like the appropriate thing to do if you were a So is that a segue? POW? No, those are... Oh, was that a segue? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do a segue. Right? So part of our program is... Uh, By the way, schnapps was my suggestion. When, when I, just, schnapps I was like, was schnapps. Germans. Yeah, Germans and right, makes yeah, sense. So. So our program is Toasting the Classics. Um, I have a bit of a background with booze. Um, booze writer. I just got hired on uh, to do booze writing for a particular website called Barleycorn, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that because uh, I, haven't, I haven't written kind of steady for anybody for a while, for a couple of years, but I know this guy is the editor of the, of the site. And he said, hey, you know what? We're, I, need, I need some content. So um, hired me. He's already given me like three assignments. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I do do a lot of writing for booze and stuff like that. So toasting the classics. And what, just was, that, what was that site again? Uh, Barleycorn.com. Okay. As in John Barleycorn, the uh, the poem by Robert by Burns, Robert Burns, John Barley. Sure. Dude, you're Scottish. How can you I not know, know that? that? I've never the, the Burns oh. thing has entirely escaped me. Okay, we're taking away your have, your Scottish. They whatever have questions your, on university. Your tartan is. About, you know, like you need Burns, to hand it over. Burns night. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are they even talking yeah, about? Okay. Right yeah. Okay. Go go read. John Barleycorn. All right. All right. Um, so, it, uh, so it's named after him. It's actually an award. It's an award that they give out to, uh, it's kind of like gold medal spirits. Mm -hmm. So you can win a gold medal from the John Barleycorn Awards and stuff okay. like that. So I'll be writing content for, for that site. So in any and case. And that was barleycorn.com. Barleycorn.com, yeah. Thank you. Go search there in a few weeks. Look up Clint Lanier. Hey, don't yeah. go there yet. Don't go there yet. There's nothing yeah. good on there yet. Yeah, I know Wait. all the writers yeah. and they're all terrible. I right. shouldn't say that. They're pretty good. They're my friends. <laughs> but, um, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so part of part of this is is each of us is going to bring kind of the booze for our feature, and uh, so last week um, Dave brought in brandy, which made sense talking about Pat or you know it was Armagnac, Armagnac, right? Uh, and before that, I brought in was it vodka? Mm -hmm. Yeah, vodka. Uh, before that, obvious. Obvious talking about uh, Gulag Archipelago, yeah, or or Gulag Archipelago, and uh, so this week um, Dave broke. I feel he sort of. Broke uh, convention by by suggesting what I should bring in, which I I don't feel I feel that's, oh, that's so a bit bad form. Okay. I, I feel All it's right. a bit bad form, but actually, but actually it's it's it is a it is interesting because what is what is schnapps? 
Wait, so is it our responsibility to come up with the drink if we were the one that chose the thing for the week? I think so, yeah. No, I, th I thought it was a communal effort. Well, you, okay, you, fair you enough. brought it. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, well, something right, surprising, right? Because right. we already both know what the content is. Like, well, what it is we're watching or playing or reading or whatever. Okay. I think it's kind of kind of fun. So, Because you don't know what I'm going to bring out, do you? Not now I don't. Not I totally now. thought it was going to be schnapps. Okay. Okay. Right. So no, what, it, what is schnapps? For, in your mind, what is schnapps? Um, it's like a... Like it can be lots of different fruits that are a liquor okay. of some kind. That's okay. all I know about so it. So give me it's some examples. Sweet. Give me some cinnamon examples. Schnapps, okay. Peppermint schnapps, things like that. That's that's what I got for you. That's okay. All so I can tell. what would be a couple of, of brands in, in those two? Oh boy. Um I don't know if I can come up with a brand. There's like a like isn't is Jaeger a kind no, of No, Jaeger's not a, not a schnapps. Jaeger's is Jaeger's an interesting one. But it's not a schnapps. Okay. But, and Jaeger, actually, I have a lot of respect for Jaeger. It's an old German thing. Um, I have a lot of respect for it, but I've had some bad experiences with it. It's not something, something I can Yeah, anybody's got to college. Yeah. Yes. Now it's uh, Fireball. Fireball is the new Jaeger. Oh, okay. Back in our day, it was Jaeger. Actually, before Fireball we, might be a cinnamon schnapps, isn't it? Or no, is it I, think it, I think it's a cinnamon whiskey. Okay. I think is what they classify it as. But that's the point. So there was one called Goldschlager. Okay. Remember Goldschlager? Yeah. Is, that okay. a, is that a schnapps? That's what it says it is. Okay. There's Rumplemints. Don't know that. Don't know Rumplemints. That's the. Uh, it's like a, like a spearmint <clears throat> one or uh, something like that. It's a mint, mint okay. one. Um, anyway, it's in that genre, and all of those are shit. All of those okay. are American versions of what we think schnapps uh, is, okay. and so all of them, like Rumplemints, for example, it's like a hundred proof. And what they do is they put high fructose corn syrup. And flavoring in vodka, essentially. That's what that is. Okay. Goldschlager, exact same thing. Any of those bowls, B O L S, you know, schnapps, they make uh, like peach schnapps. And, okay. Uh, Pucker, I think, is another brand that makes like, Yeah. And they're just crap, man. They're just crap. They're, they're all, they're all, they would be classified maybe as liqueurs because they're like, those, like the Pucker and stuff, those are like 35% alcohol. Um, I'm trying to remember what the peach schnapps was that we oh, drank when gosh. I was a kid. I remember yeah. it was it was damn it, God, it was so bad. Yeah, yeah. pretty terrible stuff. Really terrible. But stuff. but they're used typically in mixed drinks, right? They're used in like a fuzzy navel, uses peach mm -hmm. schnapps and yeah. something else, and, and I think a mudslide, I think might have rumplemints in it. I'm getting them all wrong. I don't make any of that crap anyway. But but that's what that's what we think of as schnapps because we're dumb Americans. Okay. Right? We're ugly ugly Americans. This is what schnapps is, though. Hold on, let me put all this stuff aside. This is not schnapps. This is I brought I brought a it's bunch. Like of, we've got a bottle of Orangina coming up. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of different mixers that you can try with it. Oh, okay. So we won't be kind of snobbish. What's the time. sure sauce? That's bitters. Thank you very much. This is Fee Brothers bitters. I totally what my, that was one of my favorite okay. bitters. It's Fee Brothers. This is uh, some Pellegrino club soda, and this is Pellegrino orange tonic, by the way. Okay. And then this one is Pellegrino, some other type of tonic. Oakwood tonic. But it has quinine, so we won't get COVID. Oh, so we won't get malaria. Or COVID. Is that just COVID uh, effect? Yeah. So this is schnapps. It's like pear? I believe there's a pear floating around. It's It's a brandy. Yeah, it's a pear brandy. So this is a Williams Burn. Uh, Williams so Christ Pear Brandy. Pear brandy. You mean this is distilled wine flavored with whatever this fruit is. Is the this is This is... No, the definition definition of schnapps is is spirits, and, and okay. that's all it is. See, schnapps actually means essentially what we would call a shot. That's what it means in German. Uh, okay. It actually translates to snap, but that's what they would call. Oh, schnapps. Yeah. Oh, schnapps. <laughs> so give me a, a schnapps. I yeah. schnapp. It could be whatever. 
but it was brandy is is one of their favorite drinks in in germany now this is this comes so this is a as again uh williams burn byron williams christ pear brandy distilled and bottled by hummer kirsch karisru i don't know in baden so it's actually from germany thank you from baden yeah it is from baden but they they grow the pears in the in the in the Rhineland, um, so this this bottle this is famous because it has a full size pear yeah, inside to get the it? bottle. I guess you can. Oh, you have to break the bottle to get it. Yeah. yeah. How do they get it in there? You're a smart guy. I know you get this. I don't, those they, ships, those ships in a bottle. That's just magic. Right. Right. Yeah, it's Come the on. same. Whatever that magic. Critical is. thinking. Come on. It's the same thing as when I did. When I was a kid, we used to go to the bank, mm-hmm. and you know how they have the tube in the old days. The tube would send your money out yeah, to yeah, the card. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I looked at that, and I literally thought that they were using some form of teleportation. <laughs> and I was like, why don't they use this in yeah. so many more applications? Right, right. Well, yeah. It seems like such a useful technology. Actually, that's a good point. That's why how don't they use it? in other words. No, no. So, I, as far as I know, this is Folks, this, this is the guy that goes out. Everybody <clears> wants him <throat> on, their, on their trivia team. When they do Geeks Who Think or whatever that's called, Geeks Who Drink. Um, so I've, I've brought us a couple of glasses. Now... I got... There's yours? Yeah. There's I got yours. ice. Oh, okay. So there's a couple of glasses. I have a highball glass, and then I have what's called a Glencairn. I was going to say that looks like a Glencairn glass. Yeah, Glencairn glass. glass. And only because um, I don't have... I actually thought Glencairn glasses were just for scotch. but Well, you know, I don't have a snifter. And I and I, I know brandy and a snifter and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so what we're drinking... Snifter. Okay, I'm putting that on my list. I'm going to get us some snifters because I doubt it'll be the last time we have brandy, right? Now, I... Uh, hopefully. Uh, I know... Snifter. Again, I wrote shifter. No, brandy. We had brandy last last week, but last week. So a brandy is. What do we drink it out of? Just glass glasses. Yeah, just glasses. So brandy is uh, fruit distilled. Uh, so wine is anything made with fruit. That's why. That's why beer is not wine. And that's why sake is wine. No, it's not wine. It's, it's made actually from rice. beer. Yeah, it's actually yeah. beer. Um, Mess that one all up. But so brandy is any any. Distilled fruit, fermented so fruit. Wine is anything made from fruit, and then when you distill that, yeah, it's brandy. Correct. Okay. So they call sake rice wine. It's actually yeah, rice I've heard beer. that. So that's yeah. not that's not correct, is it? Oh, that smells good. Think about brandy. Funny thing about brandy. What's the proof on this? So I, know, so I know how to pace myself. You know, I don't know. I didn't look. Forty percent out. Okay, so it's, so it's eighty. Fairly, proof. fairly strong. So smell it though. Tell me what that smells like. That smells like something that I recognize. And what the heck is it? Pear, perhaps? Because <laughs> it's pear yes, brandy? Yes, but more like the pears, like when you buy those little plastic cups for kids and you pull off the top and you... And oh, like the cocktails. Like yeah, the little, little fruit, fruit cocktails. cocktails. That's kind of what yeah, it maybe. like. So it's yeah. kind of reminding me of being a little kid and getting... The... That's the thing about... The funny thing about brandy, though, is yeah. is it smells like whatever it is, <clears throat> which is really interesting. Like you, you smell vodka and it doesn't really have a smell. You know, you smell like a hospital. Yeah, it smells like... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Time. Um, it's that neutral spirit, as I call it, but brandy—it always smells like whatever it is. And mm-hmm. so much of, so much of tasting, is is the aromatics. Of course. But yeah. Do you have your glass? Let me pour so you a little bit of it. My Glencairn glass. Are we? So, yeah. do you want some ice? Not right now. We'll just do a little. Oh, right. We're gonna do a little snap. Oh, a little schnapp, 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 and uh, just a little, little feel. And you can do the swirl. Or, Always keep your mouth a little bit open. It smells pretty strong. Keep your mouth a little bit open when you when you when you smell it. Kind of like if a, if a blast goes off near you, your <laughs> mouth like open that. so you don't pop your eardrums. It just helps aerate it for some reason. God, it smells good. Bad. 
That tastes damn good. Holy cow. It's got a burn. Did yeah. you get that burn? Yeah, that it burn lasts burn. well. Yeah. That is the most burn I've gotten from an alcoholic drink in a long time. I don't maybe that's just what I've been eating recently. But No, that was that was good. God, that's good. So this is the um, I've had a lot of apple brandy. This is actually the first pear brandy I've ever had. Oh, by the way, I forgot to say hick. Oh, hick. That is what yeah. you say. Hick. You? Oh, let's do a cheers. Cheers. By just a... It was a moment of silence. Maybe we should mm. avoid drinking at the same time. That's, that's good radio. Let, uh, one one person full of us while the yeah. other person drinks. No, this is God. This is good stuff. Yeah, I could drink that. I was uh, so yeah. I was doing the research on it, and I went up and I looked at at I looked for schnapps. Okay. Something that said schnapps mm. on it. All of it's made in the U.S. So where did you end up getting this? Uh, Kelly's. This uh, local Kelly's. liquor store. Yeah. Is Kelly's the place up by the hospitals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's a really good place. That's where I got the army Oh, I'd never been there before. They're the only place. Uh, there's a Specs not too far away in El Paso. Okay. Ever gone to the Specs in El Paso? It's Specs fantastic. In El Paso. Any Total Wine would have this. Um, okay. Pretty much any any good liquor store. Wait, have this. Total Wine sells spirits here? Not here. We don't have a Total Wine. We don't here. have a Total Wine here. Do, do they but, sell spirits in Texas? If they have one there, I think the closest one might be Albuquerque. See, I get all mixed up. I've lived all over the place, and every state has completely different rules. Like, I was at CPS this afternoon. Liquor. They just sell liquor at CPS. I still, I've lived here for five years, and I still look at that and I just smile. Like, I can't believe that happened. Makes you happy. Yeah. Well, because you can only sell spirits in Virginia Uh at certain stores called ABC stores. There's a couple of other states that do it. Are they they owned by the state? They're, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's how Pennsylvania is the same. I think so, yeah. Terrible. Um, Yeah, well, Pennsylvania is even worse. Yeah, Pennsylvania is pretty bad. You can't even buy beer. At regular stores in Pennsylvania, you, you can. Oh no, you're right. You're right. No, you have to go to like if if it's a if it's a twelve pack or below, I believe you have to go to a like a deli or a bar or some crap like that. If you want to buy anything like large purchase of beer cases or above, you have to go to a beer barn, it's like a party a, store, yeah, kind of thing. beer beer yeah. barn thing. Anyway, but yeah, so this is this is our drink for the uh, for the evening. And what's it called again? Williams Burn. Williams B I R N E. B-I-R-N-E. Birne. Birne? 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 Yes, in German. The only word I really know in German is Schmetterling. Schmetterling is a butterfly. That's right. Yeah, very Mariposa. And uh, I know Schuh. Schuh. Yeah, Schuh. Yeah, I know yeah. that one. What I can yeah. never remember is if it's Das Schuh, Der Schuh. That's, that's hard to remember. Yeah, that's I guess Das. Das is Schuh. Even if you have a nice cognate word that's the same in German, they'll still get you with the damn gender system. So... <laughs> We don't have that in English. Completely. Do they have a gender system in, in uh, Germany? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And the weird thing is, is sometimes it makes sense, but yeah. like the word for girl mm-hmm. is neuter, so it's <laughs> das Mädchen. So technically, if you're referring to a girl, you're supposed to call her it. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. System. It's so you're calling her thing without penis. <sighs> no, you're calling her a thing that it's neither. Oh, a man neuter. Or a yeah, woman. neuter. It's neuter. Nothing. Neutral. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's non-gendered. Huh. So. Wow. Yeah, neuter, neuter gender. I guess that would be as non-gendered as we that we're going here. It would be neuter hole linguistically. Man, man linguistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what do they, they call a manhole now? It's like a well, it was uh, Oakland, Oakland City Council. It said you can't call them manholes anymore. I think it's person hole. 
stupid. I like neuter hole a lot better. They don't say person hole. Yeah, something stupid. They do not say Look person. it up, man. I, There's some the internet like does not access lie. hatch or something like that. They don't yeah. say person hole is just getting way too graphic. Like, you think hole is dirty enough? <laughs> person, 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 hole. person hole. Come on, man. Like that's that's too much. I, I think I think uh, you know it would would it surprise you though? I I don't know. I don't know if it's surprising or not. Sure. I saw the word Fisher being used over and over again instead of fisherman. And oh, Fisher. This is where my brain goes, is the small mammal, the Fisher. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking mm-hmm. they were talking about Fishers, and I realized, oh, no, they're just trying right. to degender the word Fisherman. Right. And I was like, okay. That, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about this little weasel thing running sure. around, and they're talking about people. And so right, it's a Fisher. Throwing me a curveball. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. But neuter is an interesting, <laughs> interesting yeah. prospect. Um, okay, so we've got our booze. What are we doing? Are you going to hit me again? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want that or do you want, do you want to try it over ice? See if it, it'll thin it out a I'll little bit. I'll try it with ice. I'll try it with ice. I might open it up. I'm going to try it with some ice. Um, what's your other glass? Just throw some ice in there. And, Not sure. Okay. And, uh, Would you like to have the sounds of me carrying open ice bags? Absolutely. We're classy here. Yeah, and that's great radio. So. Well, podcast. But. Podcast, yeah. We used to do a... Um, public access radio show when I was a kid that my, 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 my buddy ran uh-huh. and he'd always use that phrase to be like that's great radio like when we do something <laughs> stupid so. how old of a kid were you? Uh, 14, 15 something like that I like the, the shirt you're wearing it almost has La like vida. The, yeah the, the German eagle on it Costa Rica let me answer do you want to I'll let you be in charge of your own pour there gracias or should you say danke sorry danke yeah. danke schön so you know more German than you think I know I do know lots of German I know a bit do you know Achtung Achtung, yeah. Achtung is the thing they say in the game. It's the only yeah. intelligible thing. Achtung. In Castle Wolfenstein. Which means? It means like look out. Attention or alarm yeah. or yeah, something like that. Achtung, baby. Yeah, Achtung, baby. Was that uh, U2? U2, yeah. U2. I think they were kind of obsessed with Germany for a while there. They yeah, had like Zoo like Station it. was something about mm. Berlin. I wonder if that was just a big market for them or something at the time. I don't know. I think maybe they had a little bit of, of a Beatles complex and the Beatles sort of... Um, so yeah, their wild maybe. oats in, in Germany before they yeah came before they came the became the Beatles the yeah. so they may have just been sort of emulating their success maybe Ben should, should we talk about 3D yeah okay so let's move on to so 3D is the one that I played the absolute shit out of when I was a kid okay we had it on the oh, computer yeah who did okay it came like preloaded I think <clears> on. It wasn't the Apple IIgs. It was whatever we had after the Apple IIgs. I can't remember what computer we had at the time. But it had both Commander Keen and Wolfenstein just preloaded. And I played those like, I just, that was so enjoyable playing those games. I watching videos of the gameplay and just almost like having flashbacks. Yeah. So, like the guy was going along and you have to test the walls to see if they're secret doors. And I was like, oh my God, I remember doing every single wooden panel in that castle going through and pushing on it to see if it to would see open. If it open yeah. Just by process of trial and error. <laughs> because there was no internet, you couldn't just get on somewhere and look up where the cheat, secret door no cheat. Well, it weren't really cheat codes. There were cheat books you could buy at Babbage's. Yeah, that, that, that's... I don't know if you guys had Babbage's, if that was a national chain. Well, it was a software store. Yeah, but I mean, but no, you had, uh, I mean, there were, people would write and publish, you know, cheat codes. Now you just go on a website and find mm-hmm. out how my daughter does all the time. Like, how do I beat this level Easily. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you take us through? Uh, I did Wolfenstein, so I'm going to take us through. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it, like a basic overlay of the game is that it's um, it's a 3D game. So it's a first person shooter game. And the weird thing is, is I believe it's the first first person shooter is. game. Certainly, certainly was the one that 
made the genre mm-hmm. a big deal. I remember playing a game called Galgo 13 on the, on the Nintendo 8-bit system on mm-hmm. the NES that had first-person shooter... Well, it was kind of like Ultima or Fantasy mm-hmm. Star. You'd go through these maps and you were in first-person mode. But yeah. now that I think of it, you weren't action shooting. You weren't shooting anything. Yeah, you had to press a button to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of quasi mm-hmm. first person shooter, but anyway, this was the first one I remember, mm-hmm. and I played this um, a lot. And the sounds just brought back so many memories, yeah, like yeah, like yeah. every single sound. I remember that the dogs were terrifying. Yeah, you remember that? Like yeah. going around, like, you know, like oh, okay, now yeah. because they zigzag, yeah, yeah. they're hard to shoot. Right, right, you know? right. And um, the different German things that the guys say. We all we used to do impressions of them, you know. We would yeah. be like, "My Leben," and kill somebody, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I actually had to look one up. I mean, do you, what's the most common sound that they say that you remember? I just remember that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, well, the, the, you don't have to translate that. Okay. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, in any language, right? right? right but right. like, when you, when the I think it's the SS guys. Okay. They come up and they say something that sounds like mm-hmm. right? With the real below bass of the of the. SMG that they yeah, have yeah. that shoot at you. I had to look it up because all my life I've I remember this sound. Mm-hmm. What they're saying is Schutzstaffel, which I think means SS. So they announce themselves oh, as the SS as they go Schutzstaffel, and I always yeah. I didn't know what they were saying. I thought they were right. saying something like Gestapo, wow. which is a completely different entity. I don't know why they would <laughs> sure, be saying, sure. but um, yeah. So you run around this palace. You start at. Or, or castle, you start mm-hmm. out, it's the same setup. You break out of the cell. As 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 Castle Wolf's same very setup, original. One. Same setup, but yeah. with, I mean, You're just... prisoner. You, if yeah. you had seen these graphics in 1981, when Castle Wolfenstein came mm-hmm. out, you saw the 1991 version, or whatever year it was. Give, it, give I, or think take. It was, I think it was. Yeah. Give or take, but it would have blown your mind. Yeah, you couldn't have sure. comprehended it. Yeah. Like, it's they're, they're really good for that time, mm-hmm. and they still hold up. Mm-hmm. It still looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's more cartoony, than the kind of first-person shooters that people play today, um, but it's solid. Well, I mean, it was for the day. It was fantastic. Yeah. So you wander around this palace. You get points for treasure that you pick up. You get. It's the same thing. It's sort of a stealth game. You do not want to take on everybody at one time. Right. Um, you have limited. So you have an inventory as well. You have an inventory. You have uh-huh. limited uh, ammunition. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you have health. Yeah. And armor, which you didn't have. Well, you had armor. You could get a bulletproof vest. Yeah. You but had it. Just you, you had. There wasn't any counter on the screen that told you how much damage you'd take. Right, right, yeah. It would take like three gunshots to kill you Right. Okay, in the first one. But there was no countdown. Like this one... Great, you feature, start, on, great feature on this one is your own face yeah, in the corner where you can gets see more, yourself more getting bloody. more and more bloody. Yeah, yeah. more and more bloody as you get beat up. Uh, so you start at 100% Because that's, when, when you take six or seven gunshots, the problem is your nose might start to bleed. Exactly. You know, well, I mean, that's... He gets, he gets pretty... I mean, he's <laughs> he gets got, pretty I mean, rough, doesn't he? he? He looks rough, but he looks rough like Mac after losing a fight in Mike Tyson's punch right, well, He does not point. look like someone who's received multiple yeah. gunshots. Yeah, right. He's like, I don't care Goring from how the dog much, and stuff like yeah, that. I don't, yeah. you, I mean, if you get shot once, you're right. not wandering around the castle anymore <laughs> in real life. That's true. But you've got that, so you, and there's different weapons. Mm-hmm. You can get lots of different weapons, and there is, um, you start out with the Luger, mm-hmm. and then you can get what a lot of people call a Schweizer, but anyway, it's a handheld SMG, some mm-hmm. submachine gun. Right. And then you can also get a minigun, mm-hmm. which is ahistorical. That, that's the one that you want, yeah. Yeah, yeah you want that, but I, I looked this up, and it de- did of not course. exist yeah, of in course. World War II. I think that, no was, that was just the blood and... And carnage factor. What year do you yeah. think the first minigun was deployed? 
I'm going to say, I was about to say Vietnam, but I'm going to say Korean War, probably. 1963. Okay, so it was Vietnam. The same okay. year the United States received its first single malt scotch. Really? Actually, yeah, Glenn Fittich, the same year, 1963. I had no idea, had no idea they received we its first We just couldn't get it here. Single malt that late. Could not get single wow. malt scotch before 1963. Huh. I mean, maybe, maybe. I always heard that, that, that. I'm sure you could order something. I always heard that the GIs came back from World War II with a taste for. Blended, though, I bet. Oh, I bet yeah, probably like Johnny Walker and. I think the I'm first single malt scotch you could buy was, huh, but yeah, but the M134 minigun was first yeah. deployed in 1963, so that's okay. very early Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what did I look at? I looked, oh, so you get 99 bullets for the minigun, uh-huh. and I was like, that seems like very few bullets yeah. for a minigun. I looked it up, and it's actually not that far off. So it takes you about 30 seconds to like unload, yeah, and yeah. that's about right. If you just have your finger on the trigger. You, yeah, that's about yeah. what it would be with a minigun, except it would have way more bullets. Of course. Yeah. It's about the right. It's about the right rate of huh. fire. Amazingly enough. Interesting. All right. So, um, you're walking through this castle. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Describe the. Uh, describe what you're seeing. Um, you're seeing. Well, it's it's a very uh, geometric view. Everything is like lots of squares and stuff like that. When in the halls that you're walking through, you can make your own map and sort of keep track of where you are. Um, there's secret doors. Uh, there's like. There's lots of food laying around, which in this version, you don't just eat and it's good, it actually heals you. <laughs> and so that's what I said about Gauntlet. Was Gauntlet the first game where we established the idea that eating food heals you? Yeah, I don't know, because they would always have it in the corner, you go and you hit it. A yeah, red and, wizard needs food. Yeah, or something like that, yeah. I don't remember I don't know. where that ever came from. When, when did Gauntlet come out? I want to say like 86. Like maybe. the arcade version of Gauntlet? Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. It's a pretty good game, actually. Yeah. I we went to the uh, barcade over here in Las Cruces. My brother and I spent, I think, something like $15 playing on it. Just plugging quarters yeah. in. Is it gone for good? I don't know, man. How could it survive unless... I don't know. I don't know they anything. They put so much money into that place, too. I don't know anything surviving. But what I don't know is it's like, okay, so you put somebody out of business. Like, let's say you're the landlord and you're yeah. the tenant, and they can't pay during coronavirus. Yeah. So, like, so what do you do? There's no other tenant. Yeah, I mean, you just let, in, so let them slide. Maybe you just let them slide. Yeah, just I don't know. It yeah. collects PPE and, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But, don't know uh, yeah, so you have health. The one thing I was hoping you'd get at was the decor of, yeah. the, of the castle. What is the decor Big of the castle? black eagles everywhere. And it's, like, all, it's all Nazi stuff, yeah, right? Nazi Swastikas yeah. everywhere. Pictures of Hitler. Pic- yeah, actual pictures, pictures of, Hitler of Hitler everywhere. Hitler. Uh, all over the place. There's the, the Nazi eagle. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I guess, the Nazi flag everywhere. Like Which is more of a general over. German symbol. Yeah, yeah, the eagle goes far yeah, back. Maybe. Um, I'm yeah, not sure I think they, they, they might not use it anymore. Probably not. You know what they do use? Huh. When I was in college, I worked at the airport in D.C., mm-hmm. and we would we, had, we were on, like, a smaller um, runway. So people would come into D.C. from all over the world, and we used to work with the Luftwaffe. They're mm-hmm. still called the Luftwaffe. Yeah, the Luftwaffe. And I was like, you didn't change that? Like, it's not called the Wehrmacht anymore. Why yeah, can't yeah. it still be the Luftwaffe? Was, I thought that was strange. Like, what does I Luftwaffe mean? Lift? Something? Air force, literally. Air force. Like, literally. Luft, Luft. Luft means air. Yeah. Like Luftballons. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, Luftballons. Yeah. Luftballons. Yeah. 99 Luftballons yeah. does not mean 99 red balloons. It means 99 air balloons. Air balloons. There's yeah. no red in it. For some reason, they made them red for the English version. Anyway. Yeah. We're easily amused. Yeah, I guess. That's but, uh, Okay, so, yeah, my, the thing I was wondering as I was playing it was, okay, okay so did you read, uh, so part of the story is is Nintendo 
in like 92 or 93, or maybe as late as 94, Nintendo asked the developers okay. to port it to Nintendo, to, to the whatever NES was, was there at the time. Okay? So they oh, did. Oh, port Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 3D. Oh, correct. wow. Okay. But they asked them for some very specific changes. No Hitler. No yeah. Nazi yeah. insignias. No Hitler. <clears throat> Change the blood to the color green. Yeah. Okay. Change the dogs to big rats. Why? I don't know. Maybe just couldn't shoot dogs. I don't know. Huh. Um, the whole thing was it was banned in there Germany. Are definitely Nintendo games where you kill dogs. I don't know. That that's just Russian attack. You ever play that? No. Yeah. Where you're going along the side scroller where you you, you get attacked by like twenty dogs at once and killed yeah. with your knife. It's... Maybe it's because they're German shepherds. I don't know. These were German shepherds. The, the game was banned in Germany until two thousand. I want to say eighteen or sixteen. Yeah. Did you know that? That doesn't surprise me. I was because in Germany all, one time. All the insignia. I was stuff. in Germany one time, and we went to a club, and there was a Temple of Doom uh, pinball machine in the corner, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, do you guys watch Indiana Jones in Germany?" And they were like, "What's Indiana Jones?" And I was yeah. like, "Okay, that's that's what I was expecting." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was you yeah. not to know what that is? Yeah. Because that would be weird. Yeah, it's strange that they that um, that you would not allow certain words or symbols in there because you know you're afraid people might. Well, you remember Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat ended up having yeah. like green blood. They're yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think well, got rid of the fatalities, maybe. No, for the Super I, Nintendo. No, I, I mean they they still had it. You could still get. It. I remember okay. still ripping somebody's spine out and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, so for this, yeah, that's, that's one of the things. That I might have been Genesis. Was that? That might have been on Genesis. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah. Thing. Um, but yeah, it was one of the things I was. It's so it's such a stark thing. I mean, I can't think of another video game that has so much Nazi. Symbolism, like iconography from iconography, yeah, not even symbolism. Not even Indiana Jones games that I've played. No, I mean it's just it's everywhere. Every wall Mm -hmm. you look at, it's everywhere. There's Hitler, everything else, and uh, it's it's an interesting juxtaposition because we we are in our day and age now. We have this kind of knee jerk reaction about, oh my god, we have to hide anything that looks like that. But at the same time, you are killing Nazis. You're killing them. Yeah, Yeah, you're. you're, Yeah, it's obviously that they're they're a bad guy. And the backstory on the hero is you've got two. You've got the Polish and the Jew. He's a Polish Jew. Uh-huh. That's the the guy. That's who you are. I didn't, I didn't know he's supposed to be yeah. Jewish. That's interesting. Um, he's a Polish Jew, like um, basically special forces guy. Okay. I can't remember his name, but there's this huge backstory on him that that they wrote as they're developing the, this game. So, um, so it's a, a little bit of. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Revenge type of thing. Venice it's kind of like Inglorious Bastards. Yes, exactly. It's, you know, a little yeah. bit like that. I mean, everybody likes that kind of thing. It's kind of why those that first and third Indiana Jones movies are satisfying. Yeah. It's, it's kind of you know nobody feels bad for the Nazis when they're getting killed. Right, it, right. It's it's a good way to dehumanize the villain. <laughs> make is to Nazi? make them a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, who right. cares? You're dead. Don't be don't be a, don't be a Nazi. Yeah, you're nobody a Nazi. Kill you. You're a Nazi. You get killed. That's yeah, yeah. you know. Right. It didn't work as well with the Russians, with the communists. No. Um, and it didn't work as well with Temple of Doom because it's kind of a little bit of Orientalist. It's like you're, you're, you're fighting yeah. these people because they're, they're creepy people from India. And that's creepy. <laughs> oh, they're so weird. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh. Yeah, I know they're supposed to be the thuggies or whatever, but, you know, there's a little... With the voodoo doll that was from Haiti. Yeah, why do they have voodoo dolls yeah, in that? that yeah, that's a because... really good... Because they're yeah. they're others. They're just right. weird. Yeah. So they have all the weird yeah, all the things weird from stuff. all over yeah, the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, definitely not uh, accurate. 
Yeah, so that was one of the things that struck me. Um, I love the gameplay. You know, I, I just do. I, I oh, love yeah? the gameplay. Yeah. I wish I'd had a freaking joystick or at least a mouse. I'm using I a, used to use I'm using a, a I think we used a mouse. Yeah, we used a mouse. Yeah. And with a mouse, you could angle. So you could like directionally angle, like move at an angle. You can strafe. Right. Well, you can strafe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm using arrow buttons. There's mm -hmm. no way to, to like walk at an angle or point at an angle. You're pointing at like, you know, um, either here or here, but you can't yeah. point across yeah. a plane, you know. And, uh, and you probably don't want to only be able to turn at 90 degree angles. Right, Not very much fun. Um, so that was kind of a pain. I, I, but I remember, man, it, it brought back so many memories for me. I remember walking through the mall, uh, like our local mall here. Mm -hmm. And there was a, you know how they have those, uh, those kind of like um, off-brand sunglass places? Like sure. there'll, there'll be like a kiosk at a mall and I'll be like, you know, this sun, this pair of sunglasses is just like, you know, a pair right. of Oakley, whatever. Right. And they'll do that with perfume <clears throat> and stuff like that. They did that with software. There was a place they sold three and a half inch floppies. Okay. And uh, you walk up there and they'd have, Catholic, you know, they'd have this Wolfenstein 3D or anything else. There was that, oh God, what was that one that had like, had like amazing graphics. Was it Mist or something like that? Or, yeah, Mist was. Yeah, yeah. Like Mist just was sort of ahead of its time. Crazy graphics and stuff. So they'd have like that. They'd have all these different games. And I don't know if they're the actual game, or the real game, or they're just uh, taking the game and like uh, copying it to discs and selling it, which is probably what it was. But you can go up there, and and I knew that I knew the girl that was working, that was working it, and mm -hmm. uh, working the the kiosk, and so and and she, they had like two or three or four. Big full size computers because that's what you had to use at the time, mm -hmm. where you could like demo play. Okay, I'd be like, "Hey, can I play? Can I play Wolfenstein?" Wolfenstein? Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, sure." So I'd, I'd play it. You're killing Nazis in the mall. A couple of hours easily. Yeah, go get an Orange Julius and kill Nazis. Yeah. Orange Julius. Oh yeah. man, I remember those. Yeah, those were right next to the arcade at our mall when I grew up. Where I was, I, was I worked there for two weeks. We had two arcades. That's that's how big arcades were at the time. There was Time Out and Time Out Jeez. 2. And they were both in the mall. And they Same were both mall. packed Di with people. Different ends. Different ends of the mall, yeah. With Orange Julius next to one of them. And with Yesterdays. And, uh, and there, was was a, there was a pizza place right next to it. Mm -hmm. It turned out to be like dealing most of the cocaine in Northern Virginia in the 80s. Like, of course. They got busted of course in it was. Like, pizza place next to an arcade in the mall. Of course. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a natural <laughs> fit to me. But that's what, what was the most popular game in that arcade? Um, what was the most popular game in that arcade? Well, it changed over the years, obviously. Mm -hmm. We used to play Street Fighter II okay. all the time. And like people would get in fights over it. Like It was serious business. Mm -hmm. And there was a little person that would play. And he could like come up and he could just barely reach mm -hmm. the controls. But he would yeah. kick the shit out of everybody. <laughs> and I, I could never figure out, what he, was he playing by touch? Or yeah. how did he do that? And right. it was, that was pretty amazing. But that guy was a regular there, and people would like my friend. My friend was really good at Street Fighter. Yeah, and he he beat these guys that were like thugs, and they, they every every time without fail they'd be like, "I'll kick your ass in real life, man." <laughs> and be like, "Oh, come oh, on, really?" Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I love those times. We uh, let's see. Oh, what was that? What was that Jet Fighter game that we could do a barrel roll? Was it Afterburn. Uh, Afterburn. Afterburn was fun. Uh, Nineteen forty-two was fun. Nineteen forty-two was a good that was game. that was a good game. I remember that um, one. 1943 was probably better. Actually, yeah. there were more features in 1943, yeah. as I recall. Um, Tony Hawk. But I can remember the whole... I remember going in there and playing Pac-Man and the original Star Wars and like Tempest and stuff like that, like in the early 80s. The original Star Wars. We were still going there. I like there that. It was like all wireframe. 
mm-hmm. and they had the whole all the audio from oh, the movie. They have a version you can Red buy. Five standing by. They have a version you can buy for like two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. It's a half size arcade box. Jesus. That you can play. And you, you can't sit inside it like you could in oh. but it's the stand up version. Yeah. It's a half size arcade. Does it still have the cool? Oh yeah, it's got it's got yeah. that. And cool. I was like, that joystick. That's that's worth two hundred bucks. That was me. yeah. That's easily worth. That, that was pretty cool. I would probably only play it like ten. Spy Hunter. Remember Spy Hunter? Yes, definitely. Spy Hunter. Going in the back of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Oil slick and everything else. Yep. Let's see. Um, yep. Definitely. I remember that. You know what? So, did you have this experience playing the game? Did you remember the layout of the of the levels? Vaguely, the last time I played this game, okay. Remember, you could mod the walls. No, I never had that. You can. You don't remember that? So no. the walls, the walls, like the walls that they made, what they look like stone, like stone walls, little yeah. pieces of stone. You could mod those and put pictures up there instead. Huh. And I remember a friend of mine put porn. Uh, <laughs> so all the walls, all the walls were porn. Nice. I very vividly remember that last time I played that that game when I was a kid. I was probably like, so I, I graduated high school in '92. This came out in '91, so we were still playing it when I got to college. Oh, okay. And uh, and he had like all the walls were nice. Were porn. It sounds like it was later though, right? I mean, how who? Yeah, it's probably '93, '94, something I, like that. I didn't know. I think Doom had come out by the time. Internet. Well, not, I mean, it was like pixelated. It looked like it was. I remember. It we, was like eight, it was like eight bit. Take any porn picture, turn it into eight bit. See, I never saw anything. And, and, like and, that, that's, and that's what that's what it looked that's like. That's funny. Yeah, or maybe sixteen bit. It was, we, it was um, terrible. I went to bit. visit my friend, the same guy actually, Street Fighter guy. I went to visit him in college when we were. This is in like ninety five, and he had like a T one connection in his dorm. And we were Damn. like, we were like, they all had it at University University of Virginia. So it, we one that there was a picture of Cindy Crawford with her top off, and I remember going back and checking. It was like line by line coming down, get, getting closer <laughs> takes, to the areola. Yeah. <laughs> like, five five minutes to download, and then it would stop. It would freeze, and you'd be like, no. Well, of course, because everybody's trying to get yeah, that yeah everybody's trying pixels, to get that picture. You know? yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, good old dial up. It was, had, uh, it was supposedly not dial-up, but it was still no, no, yeah, super, super slow. Yeah. But. We had, um, for us, you could dial into the university, New Mexico State University, for free. Okay. Uh, and it was like 28.8 at, at first. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it was that. a free dial-up. 56.6, obviously, was, was you know, the, the leader in the clubhouse. Um, but we could get 28.8 for free. Okay. So we do that. Just because you know they didn't want to pay thirty bucks a month or whatever this AOL right. charge for it, you know. So here, so here's what I was wondering when I, when I said like I got on there and I asked you, did you remember the levels? I got on there and I remembered every damn thing. Yeah. I was like, that panel is a secret door. There's the treasure. In I did. Here. I did a lot of that. Yeah, I did a lot of that. And I was thinking to myself like, I have not accessed this yeah. information in thirty. Where is that stored? Yeah. What am I missing out on? That I could was it was any of it like motor memory type of thing? It's, it's got to be some combinations yeah. like linked into my cerebellum, right. you know, and like like motor memory and right. stuff. But I mean, if, so I had, if I had a mouse, if I had a mouse, I think it would probably maybe my gameplay might have been a lot different. I mean, I, I was trying to use keys and everything else, and it was just weird. I had the experience yeah. of playing. I think it was Ninja Gaiden. Oh yeah, and that. like knowing exactly God, when to that. jump at the horn eagle attack. That that was you know, like not even having to think about where the next Castlevania, same thing. Yeah. I knew exactly where I was supposed to jump and whether a bat was going to come flying out of the wall. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like rap lyrics. Yeah. Where is all that stored? It's, it must be yeah. so much of my memory. It's just 
things like that. <laughs> Being able to quote right. every line of like bust a move yeah, yeah. without even thinking about it. Right. I, I could probably, I mean, I could know all kinds of things if it wasn't for that. I'd, probably, for that. Be, I'd probably be an emperor. Or for our childhood. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I also well, also discovered there's a wiki. Okay. I was trying to look up things. I got the thing about the Schutzstaffel. That's where I yeah. found that. There's, the fan, a, the there's a Wolfenstein wiki. wiki. Okay. So I was thinking somewhere... Some percentage of global GDP is going towards the electricity that it takes to maintain the servers so that people can look up facts about a 30-year-old video game. It's a bad And I was game. like, if, if that's not a, the sign of a decadent civilization, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, so we should say that So the, the company that did, uh, that made Wolfenstein 3D, actually, it's a really cool backstory. There's only like five people that made this. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little video game company that started out like Maryland or something like that. And uh, they ended up moving uh, to that Texas. That might be true, actually. Yeah, they ended up. You say that as if the stuff I say is all BS. Oh, I don't know. I mean, is it Maryland? I mean, yeah, I, I think I kind of had the. I, I think yeah, I do kind of remember. It, it was. It was. Yeah, it was the East Coast, and, and uh, it was somewhere like that. And um, then they moved to Texas, um, but yeah, there was like five guys involved, and they were making these like Commander Keen and mm-hmm. and these other. Games and they're they're doing it under contract, so they had five games to make for a so they're a small software company. There's a game company, game produ- producer, developer mm-hmm. that contracted them to make like five games for them. And this was like old subscription um, model where they would send you a disc like every month. Oh, you know, yeah. and they would have like really right. small games on it and stuff. And so they're they're one of the games that was kind of being sent. So they had five games, and they made these five games for this for this company. And as they were making these five games, one of the developers started playing with this kind of engine mm-hmm. that would run this 3D type of thing. Once they were off of that, they started. They said, "Hey, let's make it. Let's make another game." And the games prior to that, Commander Keen and stuff, they were kind of like child friendly, you know, a little bit cartoony. But Commander Keen, yeah. that, that was the thing I was talking about before. Commander Keen was the first time they could get on the PC yeah. besides scrolling. Yeah, yeah, that right, you right, see right. In Super Mario Brothers, and they actually went to Nintendo, yeah. and they said, "We can take Super Mario Brothers and put it on the PC now." They what do you do. think? And they were like, "No, we're yeah. like console. We just do console." Right, right. So they did Commander Keen, and just that was their. I think their first game that for was PC, first big or you yeah. know for well, not PC. That was a, that was their biggest because they were going to make sequels to that. But they're like, they're you know new. what? Let's let's do something different. Let's make a violent, fun game for mm-hmm. us. You know, let's do something. And they're like. You know, max violence. They want blood, and if you notice, I mean, when you shoot somebody, blood goes everywhere. Yeah, right. I mean, it's bloody. The body flies back. Yeah, like when you shoot, body flies back. Ah, you know, and ah, and and, uh, and there's a fight. And so they they did this to to have fun. I mean, this was a fun thing for them to do because they got this this new engine that they made that allows them to do it. The secret to that engine, by the way, is they figured out that we don't like the computer doesn't have to figure out the entire floor. Just what the person is looking, looking at, yeah, and that. and so if so we do, obvious, right? yeah, Doesn't right. Sounds so yeah, obvious, but I guess you know. And so as they turn, the computer renders that, mm-hmm. and the computer renders beyond that. But other than that, they don't even know anything. So all the compute, the computer is only doing the view, which makes it super fast, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not doing the entire level, right? But it knows where the. And I was think I saw that, and I was thinking like it knows when there's an enemy behind you because you get shot. So it's got an idea of, of what's there. It's just not doing the graphics. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Well, yeah, the code will t- say randomly, this is what's happening. Right. And then when you turn, you know, yeah. show it, right? 
But and you can um, even hear like doors opening yeah. in other parts of the castle right. and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff's going on. I mean, just that's probably all randomly controlled yeah. stuff. Yeah, so they make this game, and they approach the company that they sold Commander Keen to and said, "Hey, we're making this game. What do you guys think?" And and they're like, "Do it," you know. And they said, "We're going to give you a hundred grand," which is this is nineteen ninety one. That's a lot of money for five for, money five for yeah. five guys, right? And give you a hundred grand, and we'll give you royalties, you know, on top of that. Okay. So they were expecting to sell like. I, I can't remember exactly what the numbers were, but they, they didn't know what they would sell. They thought they'd sell a modest amount. But Commander Keen was selling like 10,000 copies a month. Hmm. This was this started selling 100,000 copies a month. Wow. I mean, it just took off, and it was right. huge. Some funny parts, like during the development, uh, they were showing it around, and like somebody kind of came down on them for the violence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, it's violence with the bloody bloody uh, you know, bodies and stuff like that. You should tone, tone it down. So in response, the guy that's in charge of the artwork, he started putting in things like skeletons, like making it worse, yeah. you know, because he's like, oh, okay, you, you don't like that? All right, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me turn it up. Till was that uh, John Romero, by the way? John. So John Romero was the guy behind... So John Romero was probably the only <clears throat> video game developer I could name, and yeah. definitely the only one I saw his face. I was right. like, oh, that's John Romero. Right. Like, I don't know... Because what else is he known for? He's known for, he's known for Doom. Doom and, and Doom. Quake. Other, other stuff, and Quake, too. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, he's like kind of the grandfather of a lot of those right mm-hmm. and uh probably about 50 right uh, now he's not that old like he was a super young dude he was he's not much older than we are yeah he, he probably right. was yeah but he was one well it was his idea he's like we need to make like a violent fun mm-hmm. action-based game the rest is history and so they did they did wolfenstein they uh released wolfenstein it was a huge hit and then uh after that they came out with doom and they just kind of like let Wolfenstein go. They like turned into shareware. They released the code. That's how we had it. We had it in shareware. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then they went to Doom, and Doom just freaking exploded. Doom was, I mean, they made a movie out of it, you know. Terrible, yeah. terrible movie, but True. they made Did one. they ever make a Wolfenstein movie? I don't think so. I mean, Wolfenstein is basically Doom, but with aliens. Now you didn't have to feel bad about all the blood, because it was all alien blood. Uh, you know? No, it's or uh, demon, demons. Or demons. Demon yeah. blood, I'm sorry. It's demons. And... Um, it's even better. I mean, you're escaping yeah. Nazis and then they're escaping hell. That's right. even better. I mean, right. it's even less. You, you know, use a chainsaw. Less morally and ambiguous. And is it id software or id software? I don't know. I saw the name because I know Muse was the original company, mm-hmm. and then id. I don't know. Id software. It, I say id. I want to say id. I like to think that it is id. And I never. Did you ever play any of the um, further iterations of Wolfenstein? I'm sure I did. I'm sure I, don't I, think did. I ever did. I don't um, think I ever did. Spirit of Destiny or something like that? or Oh, well, we had lots of levels. Mm-hmm. We had, like, I want to say, like, six... No, not just levels, but, like, six <clears> games. <throat> In the shareware that we had on the computer, we had a bunch of games of Wolfenstein. Yeah. Um, but I never played any of, like, much more recent ones. I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. I saw... I looked it up a little bit and watched on YouTube a little bit. Like, it's... um. I didn't think it looked as cool. Not Spirit Destiny. I think Spirit Destiny is like a stupid movie or something. No, no, Spirit De- There is a Spirit, is Destiny. A Spirit Yeah, there was Spirit something. I don't, I don't know what it was, but there is something related. Oh, that's what... I have a note here. It says, alcoholic beverages that make you shoot funny. Because hmm. one of the videos I watched mentioned that about the original, and that's the schnapps. Oh, It really? actually makes you shoot in random directions. Does it? Yeah, according oh. to this... And I said, I didn't... I didn't get that. Like, I didn't come oh, across that. Oh, because you didn't figure out the schnapps. No, I never got a schnapps. I don't remember that happening. I think I already cleared the level before I, okay, before I got the schnapps. Maybe you didn't try shooting after after uh, your hick. So. Well, you only have like 
eight to ten shots. So gotta yeah, be no, sparing. Test well. things out. Um, all right. So what are what are our what are our, our things? What are the questions we go over here? Well, we always ask: uh, Are we toasting this classic? Well, let's do the biggest surprise. Oh, biggest surprise! Well, yeah. like my, I, I started off with my biggest surprise. My biggest surprise was the existence of the old Atari version of this okay. game. I had no idea right. that existed. Never heard of yeah. it. My first meeting with Wolfenstein as a property was 3D. 3D. Okay. And I played it a lot, so I'm surprised I didn't realize there was an earlier game. Yeah. 1981 is too early for me with video games. My first video games would have been 85 we got the Atari. Okay. Maybe 84. Anyway, Return of the Jedi was one of our first games, so it was post-83. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. so I got mine in 82, and then mm-hmm. I got a Commodore 64 after that. And a lot of my games were Commodore 64 um, mm-hmm. but because honestly by the time I was getting the Commodore 64 they were like second hand by then mm-hmm. you know and they're pretty cheap so um, let's see my biggest surprise my biggest surprise was the nostalgia factor like recognizing it now not to the level I mean you're the one that mentioned it that like you knew where stuff was and mm-hmm. like but just the familiarity like the sounds oh yeah I mean it was like it was like I was back in the mall, yeah, you know, or, or wherever, just playing it. And, good, good and sound out. is. I was just talking to a friend about this the other day with like Star Wars, mm-hmm. like when you watch The Mandalorian or something. Mm-hmm. One of the things that gets me right away is just a couple of sounds from that universe, like a blaster fire or lightsaber lighting up or something. It's like you know where you are right away, you know. And it was like that. It was like when I heard even the door going, right. I was like, oh, that's it's Wolfenstein. Like sound. I just know, you know, the, the things the guys say. Uh, yeah, the sound really brought me back, very much so. The dogs, barking. the dogs, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask that. So, you get different kinds of food that heal you, right? Right. And one of them is like a turkey dinner, gives you like fifty percent or twenty five percent. But there's another thing yeah. that you get that's worth five percent. Is that a bowl yeah. of dog food? I don't know. It looks. It like was a bowl, bowl of something. Dog yeah, it was a bowl of something. It wouldn't surprise like, me. I don't know if that would I'm make me feel funny. better. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be like, oh, I'm good now. I, I'm ready to fight Nazis. I just ate some <laughs> dog food. Well, something uh, Mad Max would do. Beggars can't be choosers. You know? Well, true. True. Um, I'll say, so yeah, so those are our biggest surprises. So your biggest surprise was the nostalgia factor. Yeah, okay. I just... And I've played old games before. I mean, I've played... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not Doom. What was the other Diablo? Like uh, played I Diablo. Never played Diablo. You never played, never Diablo? played Diablo. Oh my yeah. god, you're missing out. That was a yeah, good I don't game. Know why I didn't... That was a lot like Gauntlet. You you, you would have dug it because you're like top down, just like Gauntlet. You're killing demons and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, you would have dug that one, but uh, but it's like those kind of games. Like you you there's games that you played as a kid. And the funny thing is, like I don't have that when I play like the Atari games, and I don't know if it's because like if I go play Cubert or Frogger or something like that, it's like meh. Sound you know, isn't very rich. Well, the whole I think thing, there's just not enough data oh, coming. Really I think it's, it's. I think it's just not enough. I think sound is part of it. I think you're right. So there but, were but it's different. Also, it's also I don't know if you. Wood. I don't know if you ever saw this, but there were different versions of Pac-Man that people had on home consoles mm-hmm. back in the early '80s, and there was one version that had this like entirely different sound to it. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that, mm-hmm. it brings me back. It's very distinctive. One of my friends had that version. And um, that one brings you yeah. back, but all the other ones, not not really, not so much. It's just so little information. I think. I think yeah. it'd be brought back more from the arcade version of Pac-Man. Yes, 
Absolutely. It was so much better. The sound was so much better in the arcade. There was just so much that was going on. So much more that was like going when on. you hear that song, the startup song. Right, right. That right. definitely brings back yeah. memories. But you don't get that on the home version. I remember going to, for us, there was like a, a Dairy Queen. We'd go to visit uh, an aunt and uncle in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, and then at the end of their block was a Dairy Queen. And they had those ones that you would sit at, like the, that, that. Oh, the double-sided one? Yeah, the double-sided oh, that you sit, sit down at. Pizza Hut always had yeah, those. Yeah, Pizza Hut had those. This was a Dairy Queen. This was a Dairy Queen, yeah. Dairy, uh, there was Time Pilot. Did you ever play Time Pilot? No, I remember that. It was just a plane that twirled around and mm-hmm. shot at different villains, mm-hmm. but you traveled to different heroes. Oh, cool. And you started out like in World War One with like yeah. biplanes coming at you. Yeah. And then, that was actually a really oh, cool game. Cool. I, I haven't seen that in a long time. But we'd go down there, we'd play uh, Pac-Man, and, and that was like the main one at the time. I remember sure. the one that you sit down at. But I, I, love, I, would, I would love one of those, like in a man cave now. One of my friends, they, so it was the worst setup for living that I ever saw. It was two of my buddies. We all lived together in college. And then two of these guys ended up living together like in various different places for like 10 years after mm-hmm. we got out of college. And one of the worst places they ever lived was this old lady's basement. <laughs> and they just had their separate rooms and they lived in this basement room. But it came with a sit-down Pizza Hut-style Pac-Man. <laughs> what? In, in black and white. But still, you could sit down it still worked. And you could sit and play Pac-Man in their house. Okay. And I was like, that almost makes it worth living yeah. in the old lady's <laughs> yeah. basement. You know, right. It's actually a pretty good setup. <laughs> yeah. That was neat. It would like, be hard to pass up. Yeah, it would be hard to pass but, up. You could probably buy a cabinet. But there, like are th- there are things about nostalgia, like the Wolfenstein. I remember playing Castle Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get the same feeling from that than Wolfenstein 3D. And I'm wondering if it was the richness of so. the visual and the, and the audio and just that... Because there's that surprise factor. You know? I, I'm guessing, well, how many bits are you? Well, you're getting 2,600, right, with an Atari. Yeah, yeah. 2,600 bytes or bits or whatever the heck it is. Well, no, it's an 8, like, that was like an 8-bit machine or a 16-bit machine. Nintendo was. Nintendo was 8-bit. Mm-hmm. Super Nintendo was 16. No. 8-bit eight eight is Nintendo. That's You're already at that level, but 8-bit. Okay. You're getting a lot more. I think it's just. I think it's like you said. Yeah, I think, I think it's just you're right. Yeah. Literally, the information density. The, yeah, the, coded uh, into your brain. It's it's just the different messages. It's I mean, just because, not there, because you, you know? like from when I hear Donkey Kong, when yeah. I play the original standard uh-huh. arcade Donkey Kong, memories abound. Yeah. Because I think those are eight bit machines, right? Maybe yeah. Those arcade, those stand up arcades from the early eighties. I think it's just more information. Yeah. Combat. Is so shitty. It is. There's nothing. God, I, there's no memories whatsoever. Joust, yeah. kind of. That was a, that was about top notch. See, I remember Joust from the the arcade as well. You know, yeah. do but, like the, but the Atari thing. version of Joust <laughs> looked pretty good. Yeah. It, it was about what they could do with that with that yeah. system. I think like it was about as much as they could handle. Right. Right. But it's just you know so that that that's what got me. Is there's that nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Um, that could put like you know eating a you know, ratatouille. He eats a meal and it puts him back in his childhood. Right. It's like it's like Proust. Yeah. Like we're like playing right. playing Wolfenstein. Right, right, right. I had this very. I, I forgot. I wrote this down. I have this really vivid memory. There was this one summer, super hot Virginia summer, and my stepmother decided I was not allowed in the house during the day. Oh, because right? go outside. So I'd be like there, and she'd be like, "Go outside." No, I'm sorry. I was allowed, and my friends weren't allowed. <laughs> so, my buddy and I would go out, and they would lock the door to the house, and we would go in through the window. 
and go up and play Wolfenstein and X-Wing <laughs> and like a couple of other games. But we only, sneak in to play? We were only, yeah, sneak in yeah. to play. We were only brave enough to do it for like two hours of yeah. the day, but it was like air conditioning and like there yeah. was a jar of pickles I can still smell. We got like a jar of pickles, yeah. we like wolfing them down, you know. That's vivid memory of that song. That's awesome. Like, like oh, that's playing great. those couple of games. Commander Keen yeah. was on there. Like, yeah, that's great. It's like a whole pastiche of my childhood. Right, or, right. I guess no, maybe I, I guess I was about 13, 14 mm-hmm. years old. You know, but young enough, you didn't want me in the house. I could understand right, 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 right. things would get broken. But that's my same buddy that um, we decided one time to chase each other around in circles at my mom's house, and my mom collected these Wedgwood plates, and he thought it was a great idea to throw one at me. And I dodged, hit the wall, Shadow broke into like 50 oh, pieces. Yeah. And he goes and he spends like the next two hours like gluing it together piece by piece by piece. And we completely forgot about the incident. And like two years later, my mom comes to me and she's like, do you know what happened to one of my Wedgwood plates? And I was like, no. I, and I didn't. I was not lying. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Maybe the cat knocked it over. And she was like, and glued it back did together? the cat glue it back together? <laughs> right. I was like, oh. Yeah, oh yeah, no, that. that was me and Brian. Yeah, sorry, sorry. You get you should have locked us out of the house. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. You have kids. Yep. What? What? Okay. What? Uh, what was our other question? The last question that we ask on toasting the classics is: Are we toasting this classic? All right. So I am toasting Wolfenstein 3D. Okay. God, that's hard. So it's hard to not do one without the other. I mean, the first one is that's pretty weak. Well, it's, it, it's so hard to judge, it, though. It's, it's it was judge, okay, so it was it was innovative because it was so different. Yeah. Okay, so you had think about this. You've got all these games that just, you know, you go from level to level, like Pac-Man. Famously, nothing changes. They just you get more ghosts and Speed. they get faster. Yeah. Okay. Here you've got a game that different fruit. Know, oh, that's only on Miss Pac-Man. Sorry, Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. Here you've got a game in, in Wolfenstein. You've got a game. Where you know, the levels are a little bit different, you get more guards and stuff like that. But there's things like limited inventory instead of like you know, you know, as many bullets as you want, like asteroid. Imagine if asteroid you had a hundred bullets and that was it. And then you had to go find some more bullets somewhere in the galaxy. How different in the asteroid? Yeah. How, di- how, how different would that game be? That'd right. Be cool. And uh, and so they were the first to do something like that. And then the you know it's going to take you. 200 seconds to open this. Clearly not meant well, just the for idea, five-year-old kids. Just the yeah. idea that you weren't supposed to just gun it out with the opposition. Right. Right? Yeah. Like space Invaders, well, you, know, you don't try to fool the Space Invaders. Just it actually them. says, the description is, it is a stealth-based mm-hmm. game. Yeah, they said. Right. So I was, I was watching this one video that was the, the claim that it's the first stealth action game, and they were right. like, no, nah, there's a couple more. There was like right. something, what was it, like Thief Boy or something. Like somebody's walking around trying to yeah. steal things from right. houses and yeah, that sounds, not get That caught. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. I don't know what right. that was even before. Like, <laughs> Thief Boy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like Wolfenstein 3D, you can't deny it. I don't think you can, can, no, can that's deny a good one. it. Right? Because, because you know, first of this and first of that and everything else. and. Plus, kill Nazis. Kill Nazis, a lot of blood, a lot of gore. Yeah, I mean, who, who, what's not to like? It's a good game. We had but it on the Xbox, actually. Castle Wolfenstein, though. Castle Wolfenstein. See, I have no nostalgia factor. I know for you it. don't. You don't. But right. um, just based on the bloodline, I mean, you know. Yeah, something to be said for that. Definitely. So, like, so, I was talking to a friend the other day saying, What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah. And I was like, Obviously, it's Empire Strikes Back, right? Okay. I'm not like a simpleton. Like, Everybody likes Empire. But 
Sometimes I have to a new hope mm -hmm. episode four started the whole thing. You gotta give it right. points for that, right? Right. So I guess that's what you're saying about Castle Wolfenstein. Right. But do I toast it? Are we doing two toasts or one? We have to give one. The upside. So the ups. No, I'm saying we have the choice. Oh yeah. yeah. We can do two toasts. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I'd say one I, three I, I'd say I'd say two. And we do get to drink more if we toast both. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm not gonna toast Castle Wolfenstein. Okay. I'm going to toast Wolfenstein 3D because here's the thing: they already had that engine made. First person shooter is going to happen. It was going to happen no matter what. Right. All it all it you need is a time and a place. They chose Nazis because Romero liked Castle Wolfenstein. He remembered it when he was a kid. Okay. They, they enjoyed playing it. But who knows? It could have been Doom. If they had, if he hadn't liked Wolfenstein, they would have said, "Hey, let's do Demons." Or maybe it would have been aliens or something or like anything. that. But right. the first person shooter was going to happen no matter what, no matter what era, no matter what genre. No, I mean, genre is first person shooter, but no matter what the scenario was, it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Castle Wolfenstein didn't necessarily have to be there to make Wolfenstein 3D. No, not really. So, not really. There, that's I'm going to toast. It's a very loose, loosely inspired. It is. I mean, it's yeah. just basically the scenario, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to toast Wolfenstein 3D. But not Classic, Castle. But no, not Castle. Sorry, Castle, because I'm definitely not toasting Castle. Okay. I got I got no dog in the fight when it comes right. to Castle. Speaking of dogs, the like dogs are trying to eat you. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so we're toasting. We are toasting. We are toasting Wolfenstein Two. Post. Post. Or hick. Again, really good radio when we're when we're silent right. and we're drinking. The, the other the other really good uh, radio I realized is I like to crunch ice. And I was like, right about to bite into crunch, a piece of ice, and I was like, yeah. yeah, that's probably not. They have pop filters. We have, we're we're far enough away that we don't have to worry about pop filters. But What's a pop, pop filter? Is when I say like podcast, pop, right? Podcast. Yeah. We're, we're we're toasting the classics on this podcast. Right, exactly. Right. right. That's a plosive. Should well, plosive I, I, guess, I guess we'll see. It might it might have things up. Well, I'm doing it on purpose now. On purpose. So, on purpose. I, I'm talking on this <laughs> podcast on purpose. You gonna see a porpoise this summer? Porpoise. <laughs> That's maybe we'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Anyway, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, this is fun. I think I think what we're going to do is um, so there's a there's a if you want to play Castle Wolfenstein, it's fun to play. There's kind of a whole series of things you have to do because mm -hmm. it's a DOS based game or Atari based game, uh, but you can play it on on pretty much any computer now. Um, so what we're going to do is, is put the instructions on, on how to get to it, what you have to download, blah, 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 and, uh, and then you can start playing it yourself. Wolfenstein 3D, there's emulators everywhere. You can play it online without a problem. So um, The thing about downloading Castle Wolfenstein, though, is you can save play and, and, and go on because it's kind of a long game. So Oh, you can save? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. When you That's the only way I ever beat a bunch of Nintendo games. Like Castlevania, I could never beat Castlevania, but when I saved it, yeah. I could go but back. You can't to, play it in one yeah. run. Or, or I could save it in one run. So, All right, thanks All right. for joining us. Toasting the Classics, out. That's it for Episode 3. For those playing along at home, find some Retsina. Join us for our symposium on the meditations of Marcus Aurelius. If you'd like to get in touch, send us an email at toastingtheclassics at gmail.com. Send us show ideas, your comments, complaints, corrections, or wardrobe recommendations, whatever. Check out my blog at theattractivenuisance.com and follow us on Twitter at @reactivenuisance. Our music was written by Michelle MacArthur. See you next time on Toasting the Classic.